Sorry, I am recording. <clears throat> you may turn you down because you because you're so loud when you do your hello. Yeah, I've muted you. <laughs> You've muted me. Hello, welcome <laughs> to the Live Logging Podcast. I'm Gemma. I'm Chippy. I don't know if you all heard that then, but Chippy, you <laughs> thought of a new way to deal with my introductions, and that is just to <laughs> mute me, which is just well, funny. it's just because. You record. Oh, what are you doing with the hand cream? Very suggestive <laughs> techniques. Um, you record the Zoom, yeah, and I use my earphones. And so when you're very perky and you do your hello, it blasts right through the tiny amount of matter in between my ears. So I, I turned you down. I said I'm just turning you down, and then I jokingly said I'd meet you, but obviously that wouldn't work. Um. Now, I very nearly cancelled the recording of the podcast today because I'm feeling lacklustre. And then the first thing you said to me was, your mental health's not great. Oh, leggings are on, though. I'm having a wibbly wobbly. And I don't, I don't, I don't mean that to diminish or minimise mental health. Because, I but, don't know. I mean, bloody hell, can I just say something? I feel like I don't have many areas of expertise but I feel like shitty mental health is really my time to shine. And I will call it what I want to call it. I sometimes say to my husband, I'm feeling the misery, which means I'm having a depressive episode. Mm. Uh, you, do you know what I mean? If, if, you're, if you want to say wibbly wobbly, you fucking say wibbly wobbly. I would say for right now, how I'm feeling, wibbly wobbly, bang on. I feel slightly insane. As I was saying to you earlier, I Googled symptoms of a nervous breakdown yesterday I just feel really crappy but also can we just say if you feel wibbly wobbly Gemma Bray you say wibbly wobbly I feel wibbly- here ends the lesson <laughs> no I do I, I I I can't really put my finger on it and I'm I'm normally the sort of person that just in fact I joked the other day to Mike I'm like I said I'm like the terminator I said I could be having a panic attack my left arm could be falling off. My right eye could be hanging out of its socket and I'd just keep going. Like that's, and that's not healthy. I'm going to caveat that. But that's, no. I just keep keep going. You and I are very similar in that we will go until our, something happens to make us have to be in bed. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah, my body will sometimes just be like, you have to go straight to bed for a day. And I'll be like, but I have so much to do. And it's like, I'm going to, you are going to pass out. It's like, oh, okay, I'm going to bed. And then I'll get up and be shutting down now. Yeah. Um, And the number of times, like, I've been to hospital and come back out and Joe's just been like, okay, I'm going to leave you. You need to go to sleep now because you've had lots of really strong drugs. Don't do anything on your phone. He's come back upstairs and I'll be like, I've been putting orders through. I'm just replying to this. Like, I can't, Mm. I can't stop until. And And I think this past year, there's been an element of, we've not been able to stop because no. we've had to keep going as parents we've had to keep our businesses running we've had to keep our families healthy and you know a year is a fucking long time to do that I also feel well I was really snappy with Joe earlier because he asked me a question that was very reasonable and I was like I can't why why I, I just want and I was actually watching the night stalker nice soothing television for me and I, was like, I just want I just want an hour 
I've like, this was my thing that I was doing for myself today. My first kid-free day, because I had Jack yesterday. And I just want to watch The Night Stalker because it's too scary for me to watch at night. And so I'm watching it during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's, and I just, and it really made me realise I cannot do any more adulting. Mm-hmm. I feel saturated on the decision-making do you know what I mean? What I would really, I think would be really good is if I could lie in a patch of sunlight on the floor indefinitely, like a cat. I, I genuinely think that would improve my mental health. Yeah, I think we're probably at a very similar stage then because I feel like I need to pretend I'm eight years old and for be, just to be up in my bedroom, just messing around, reading a magazine, recording the top 10 hits on a Sunday night with my tape recorder yeah. and my mum to shout tea's ready and, oh, and for you to not have to think about it I did and then finish and then pop back upstairs I went to Lidl yesterday um big fan of Lidl uh I'm, a, I'm occasionally a big fan of Lidl but our Lidl is in a, is in um Shepherd's Bush and it's opposite Westfield and so on one side of the road, you've got Westfield. It's the first Westfield. It's big and airy and clean and up to date. And they've expanded it. And now there's John Lewis, about 80 floors of parking that I can't negotiate. And on the other side of the road is the W12 Centre, which looks like where shopping centres have gone to die. It's just like, I mean, it's awful. It's awful. There's just, it just mean, it's like a children's death trap. The escalators are barely working and Lidl's right at the back. And sometimes they have like the best selection of food and the middle aisle's great. Mm. And sometimes it's just the people who shop in Lidl and I, I, I count myself as one of those. I'm sure I do it. They just don't give a shit about your direction. You know, when you're like, I'm walking with my trolley, they don't care. They'll just ram past you. They're just on the, do you know what I mean? I so you're already I in a rage. Me in Lidl. I might have been the person giving you the rage. I think, no, as soon as, as soon as anyone's in the middle, you're just cutting people up, wandering aimlessly down the aisles, turning around and walking into people's trolleys. And it was, it was just, I was just like, this is, this is the most, I mean, almost, it was almost like a spa break because obviously I was in a supermarket with no children. But I was like, God, if this is the highlight of my day, because there's, I literally don't even have to look at my, I'm not even looking at my, my list. I'm just putting stuff in but what, to I, my I went, trolley. I went to Lidl on Sunday, right? And I still managed to spend £114. I don't know how you physically did that. <laughs> also, can I say my bugbear? So I went to Lidl. Money's not great at the moment because of something I'm, a, a project. I'm working on and so that has involved me spending all our money and so I was like right I will go to Lidl because I will save some money because I usually do a cardo which is they do price check but they don't price check against Lidl yeah and a cardo always seems to be much more about 30 quid more I would say no they they're very good at sending me vouchers if they price checked it against Sainsbury's or Tesco and I hate Tesco so um so I went to Lidl mm. and it was my I 
and everywhere's cash free at the moment right everyone's like cash free cash no cash just cards um which is fine but then you need a quid for the trolley uh so i'm like you can't have it both ways i haven't got any cash on me so they were like we well, have to use a basket and i was like i've come here to do my big shop so then i had so i spent 60 quid you know we did get yeah wow it was one of those pulley baskets all oh, right yeah you know, and I was strategically, yeah, and I was wedging stuff in there. Every now and again, I'd stop because I was in Lidl. I'd stop in the middle of the aisle because I don't give a shit about other people and restack my trolley. Um, and then I did an Ocado shop for other stuff that I couldn't get when I got back that was 50 quid, so a lot cheaper than usual. Um, but Lidl's really good for, like, nuts, bags of nuts, yeah. biscuits, cereals. Yeah, absolutely. And then I did like the fresh stuff from Ocado. Actually, I really like. See, I because I'm a this bit, is um, I'm, this I, is I, top I, podcast content, by the way. I never right. I can never know. I never know whether I'm an Aldi or little. I get confused. What well, I spoke to someone else about this today, <laughs> literally today, because I was like, because li- we've got a little opening in Hammersmith. It's all that we can talk about because it's you know a mum's spa day going to little um to the middle aisle we don't have an Aldi anywhere near me there's not an Aldi in West London anywhere but my mum has one and I know that I'm in an Aldi because of the candles the Aldi candles are the best thing in the world they do these big big candles anyone who likes they do a pomegranate one and they do anyone who likes the Joe Malone lime basil mandarin they do a huge one of those for three quid they? Yeah. Also, I think quite often Aldi will get local fruit and veg in, whereas Lidl's fruit and veg, who knows where that's from. So I think I was in an Aldi on Sunday. And what oh, show off. I tried to go to the Aldi the week before, but I didn't have a pound and I didn't have a trolley. Oh. So then I got back in my car, swore and had to go to Sainsbury's, which is fine. But then I spent another like £30 on Sainsbury's. Anyway, so yeah. I went to Aldi this week with my pound. And um, because I'm feeling wibbly wobbly, I didn't fare very well in there. I had my mask on. My glasses were steaming up. I was stressed. Some really ignorant Wally came up behind a man with his trolley and I wasn't moving fast enough through the fruit and veg aisle because I couldn't find the cucumbers like I couldn't yeah. find them I was like where are the cucumbers anyway so I was getting more I had the I had like this coat on that's like a duvet and I was overheating right and and yeah. the, the poor lady that said that is the organized mom I'm so sorry because <laughs> I was so did sorry. you cry I was almost crying do you know what i spend i go to Lidl. i park in the multi-story car park that was built by people who built with lego before in the 70s i mean it's a miracle that your car gets up and down the ramp safely and then i sit in my car and i get my my bag on properly i take my jumper off keep my coat on Mm. get my bag on properly and i get a podcast that's an hour or more lined up yeah and then I'm ready. Yeah. You need preparation for input because. Tell me what you do with the till, because I'll tell you what I ended up doing. Oh, I do self-checkout. And I, 
okay I do self-checkout and I and I do it my way as Frank said I do my self-checkout until there's enough on the stuff on the side yeah and then I load it into bags and then I annoy someone until they come and because then this thing starts beeping saying you've moved stuff you've moved stuff and I'm like yeah I've now filled my bags but I need to carry on scanning and they have to put in their code and press buttons and they're like oh you shouldn't do that because we can't tell if you're stealing stuff and I'm like well we'll all get over it do you feel the pressure of the queue behind you no never I do I someone beats me once because they thought I was driving too slowly down this road and I can tell anyone who's been in the car with me will know that me driving too slow has not been a problem before like he thought I was going too slowly down this road with um bumps on it and I stopped my car and switched off the engine (laughs) Joe Joe was just like why is this happening why is this happening and I was just like I am not like if you beat me or if you think if you drive up my ass on the motorway I'm guaranteed to go at least 20 miles an hour slower I will not have it like don't bully me I don't care if you're if you're waiting if you're tutting if you've only got two items and I've got 80 I'm I'm there for a reason I'm doing it properly thanks well so because I had my 100 pounds worth of stuff God knows how I managed I mean how did you even fit that in the car if that was an Aldi or a little shop that's a lot I, I struggled <laughs> I struggled to get it in the trolley and then, and so what happened was I found the checkout and I thought, oh. Just as well, you didn't know about the candles. That looks like being a, an, that another looks, trolley. That looks like a kind, patient checkout person. <laughs> I'll go to him, right? Um, and then this lady came up behind me and she literally just had a packet of nappies. So I was like, you go there. Yeah. You go. Yeah, yeah. Are you sure? I'd do that. I'm not horrible. I would do that. Someone no, cue-barged me in little, but she had two things. And I was like, I'll allow it. Okay. And then I just feel the pressure, like unloading as fast as you can. But and that's when stuff, bad stuff happens. Scanning until you've unloaded. That then- I have a problem with. <laughs> when you have, when you're just finishing the last bit of your packing, or you're putting it in the trolley, and they're they're sitting there and they won't start scanning the next person. That I find annoying. So I'm like, come on, you're making this worse. Mm. Start, start, I'm, I'm trying to, like, I need to, re, I'm someone who then needs to reorganise bag, coat, where's everything? Oh, and if you're waiting. Oh, my worst nightmare in front of me. <laughs> well, no, so I'm going, carry on. And if they did carry on, I would move off to reassess, do you know what I mean, readjust elsewhere. But I am a bit like, let's use some fair judgment here. I'm done. Everything's fine. So what should, see, this is the thing. I think this is why I'm feeling a bit wibbly wobbly. What in the olden days yeah. phased me or stressed me out, I'm finding quite stressful. And, and I don't know whether a period of readjustment is needed. So what I did today, listeners, yeah. this, is I've straightened my hair. Yeah, I noticed that. And I've put some false eyelashes on my eyes. And I, and I, because... I worked out that pre-COVID, I used to have nails. I had false nails, but well, and I kind of you feel have false like ones. I did, yeah. They were um, oh, S- like that. Yeah, SNS nails. They I weren't. I thought a- that was just like a gel polish. No, they're really good. They're mm. like you remember Karen. Karen, I spoke to Karen about SNS nails. So they're like a dip. It's a yeah, dip. I thought that was just. 
I thought it was just gel nail polish. It's a dipping powder, which is actually better for nails than acrylic. So you take when you take them off, my nails aren't knackered. Anyway, I kind of had this um, theory that all of that stuff was kind of like I I personally used it as armor. Yeah, definitely. And I think the reason why I've been feeling wibbly wobbly is because yesterday when I did the school run and um, Sunday when I went to Aldi or Little, wherever, wherever I went, um, <laughs> I hadn't, I, I didn't have my armour on. I was in yeah. my pins, I was in my wellies because I'd been doing the chickens. I didn't have, you know, my nails are awful. I've got roots. My hair is actually three different colours. I've got grey roots and then it's, then it's slightly red and then you've got the dark... I mean, you're talking to that. I mean, none of my hair's the same color. I don't. I don't. I, I'm. I'm like that about makeup. Definitely. Like I have to have makeup on, or I feel. So today, I, I thought I'm going to try a different tactic because I had to take Tom to get his COVID test before he goes back to school. I had to go and pick up some school uniform, click and collect. Um, and I thought I'm going to put some false eyelashes on. I don't wear false eyelashes ever. Um, mm. I'm going to straighten my hair. I'm going to put some makeup on, and I'm going to, and I'm going to, I'm going to put my nice coat on and my Dr. Martin shoes on, not my wig. Yeah. And I kind of feel like it helped. Definitely. Putting that armor on, and I know that sounds really, maybe I'm worried that that might make me superficial. No, it doesn't. You know my feelings on this. It's not about. Oh, I could, I could really go off on one, but I'm going to keep it, uh, so I don't offend people. Um which is, shows how much I've grown. Uh, I, I think in a world where you get judged, oh, the pigeons are mating, um, you get judged for everything. Oh, I mean, yeah, look, that's the face of a... They do that. They, they sit on top of each other and they're special bits. When Gosh. a mummy pigeon and a daddy pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> Very much. They sit on a branch outside and it's literally over in about is a it? second. Um, yeah. It's not great being a lady pigeon. But I feel like <laughs> in a, we get judged for everything, the brunt of everything. You know what I mean? It's on women. And if that's what makes you feel ready to face a world that is going to judge you, then you bloody do what you want. Do you know what I mean? I just feel like if that's what makes you feel good, then you should do it. If wearing a McDonald's bag on your head, fashioned into a lovely hat, makes you feel good, then you should bloody do it. And I just think anyone who's like, oh, it's really vain or, oh, it's, they're just, it's, I think they need to look at themselves and be like, why do you think, looking after your body or decorating your body in a way that makes you feel good about yourself is vanity oh i like that way of putting it decorating your body you decorate your body so i I always have this thing with my mum i spoke to my mum the other day and said i've done something really bad i was talking about my secret project and she was like oh my god you've got another piercing and i could never understand. She used to cry. She cried when I got my lip pierced. She cried when I got my tummy button pierced. She's like, we'd be okay with my nose piercing. Uh, but oh, she hates the ring. She only likes the stud. And she, 
she was so upset about nipple piercing. I thought she was going to explode. And, but I could never see it because I was like, she was like, why would you mutilate your body? And I was like, I don't think it's mutilation. I think it's decoration. I think it's adornment. I don't, it's not a problem. And I think of that as makeup, clothes, jewellery, tattoos, anything like that, to me, is an extension of clothing. Like, people express themselves through their clothes. Some people don't find that very easy. Some people don't understand fashion in a way that they find it difficult to put together outfits that suit their shape and their body and their... And for me, my makeup is an extension of my mood. So if I'm having a bad day or I'm in a certain mood, I will revert to my 90s go-to look which is a sort of pale shimmery eyeshadow more black eyeliner than they can keep in stock in a good makeup store and like do you know what I mean that's what I want and that's my mood and that makes me do you know what I mean and I think I just get really narky about people who would you know it's always a throw off comment and like oh well she had time to do her nails or do you know what I mean and it's like I personally always have painted toenails. I've always had painted toenails since I was about 12. And time is tight. So what I will do is I will take my nail varnish off before my nighttime bath. And then the first thing I do in the morning is put it back on so it's got time for it to dry before I put my socks on. And I'll put my socks on last. And yes, to some people it might be like, oh, she's always got painted toenails. But it's not like I'm lying there getting a pedicure every four weeks, you know, with seven people buffing my skin. It's like, no, I'm cramming it in because it makes me feel good. And if I get hit by a bus, I've got nicely painted nails. Do you know what I mean? And I know it would bother me. If I got hit by a bus, I'm pretty sure if I didn't have painted nails, one of my last thoughts would be, fucking hell, I haven't got painted nails. Because it bothers me to not have it done. And I don't look at other people with outpainted toenails and go, oh, well, she doesn't have time to look after herself. I'm just like, well, she just chooses not to do it. But I hate that thing of, oh, she's got time to do that. Or do you know what I mean? I want someone to come and buff my, buff my feet. I think there's all this stuff about self-care going on. And I think that's, I'm always like, self-care doesn't have to be a hot bath. It doesn't have to be makeup and skincare. It can be sitting out on the bench with a cup of tea and the chickens and not your phone. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Or like recently I've been looking through people's windows because I do my 10,000 steps every day and I'll be looking through people's windows and I deliberately go down different streets. I'm very nosy. I'd like it to sound like I'm not, but I am. I look through people's windows. I don't stop and look, but I have a little glance. And there's been, there's these areas that are quite affluent and they're owned by, I guess you would call them boomers, even though I hate that expression, but, you know, older people who have the family home, but the kids have left. And they're sitting there reading their newspaper and stuff. And I'm just like, oh, my God, this, that would be amazing just to be able to sit and read a newspaper. And I said, that's when I was like, oh, hello, weird mental health. Yeah. Because you could, because I could techni- technically sit and read a newspaper but I don't give myself that time I I wouldn't fucking read the newspaper I would I'd read the Saturday Telegraph I'd buy the Telegraph 
I put it all in the bin and do their crossword because their Saturday crossword is is amazing. See that? I wouldn't read the newspaper. Read. I want an, an independent newspaper that is not politically biased. Does it exist? No. Well, I'm just going to have to do one then, aren't I? No. On the list. Because it will be biased. Subconsciously. Because, yeah. Um, also, you've got enough going on. You need to be doing less. The, but that's the thing. So, I was, so I, I'm all for, but I do think that what we lose quite often as women is that when you're a teenager and you're in your bedroom recording the top 10 on your tape and getting really cross because you missed the beginning of the song, um, is you do weird shit, like you wrap your feet in cling film. You read something in Miz that says, oh. if you put this cream on and you wrap cling film around your feet, they'll be soft as a baby's. And when you're a teenager, your feet pretty much are soft as a baby's because you are a baby. <laughs> But you don't give yourself that time to potter mm. when you're an adult. And I think for me, when everyone says self-care, you will see a picture of a woman in a turban with like an avocado mask on. And as much as I appreciate that that is self-care, I try and do a face mask twice a week as part of my skin care because skin is your biggest organ. Don't get me started. Like skin is important to me so I factor that in I don't factor it as self-care and I think quite often we've lost the potter the kind of because partly because of phones and partly because of the way we work now and partly because of our age where we're at the school age kids time where you kind of always have like something to wash someone's forgotten their piano book you know, you've got to go and do the big shot because you've promised, you know, I promised Jim a nice biscuit after school yesterday because he was crying about going in. Um, do you know what I mean? So you, but, and any time spent just kind of padding around your bedroom. Oh, I saw that thing in my magazine. I'm going to give that a go. You just don't allow yourself that time. And I think that's really important. And I think it's one of the things when my mental, when I'm having a wibble wobble, is that like today I think I asked on my Instagram Tuesday's my first kid free day do I try and catch up on a year's worth of work or do I watch the true crime documentary that I've been too scared to watch at night but I haven't been able to watch during the day because my kids are permanently here and I was like I'm gonna watch I'm just gonna watch one I actually watched two because it was good I'm just going to watch one episode and I'm going to sit. I went for a nice walk in the sun and then I'm going to sit without my phone except to tell Gemma that I'm going to be late. What were you? I'm going to watch my tartiflette. Oh my God. Joe made tartiflette. Do you know what tartiflette is? Potato pie. Um, (laughs) Slice up potatoes. Yeah, you slice up potatoes, right? So you get a dish. Right. Like a lasagna dish. Yeah. Butter it. Mm-hmm. get a clove of garlic whole but with peeled rub it all over the dish on top of the butter and then leave it in the bottom of the dish then you parboil some potatoes slice them quite thinly lay them in the dish fry some bacon sprinkle it over the potatoes pour in some cream salt and pepper mix it all up then you get like a camembert roblechon any kind of stinky cheese slice it up put it on the top and then you cook it in the oven 
How long for? About 45 minutes. I mean, like... It's so good. I mean, that's not a light lunch, is it? No, but I don't eat supper. Because I'm trying to lose weight. And if Joe cooks me supper, we'll eat at nine or ten. So what I'll do is we have a big lunch... And then I might have like a fizzy elderflower cordial and a packet of a little few peanuts in a bowl like I'm having at a drinks party later. So you're doing intermittent fasting then? Well, I'm doing what I think my the shitty food diet. (laughs) What's been your positive of the week? What, my positive of the week? Yeah. Um, my positive of the week um, this sunshine have you got sunshine there? everybody loves the sunshine yeah oh I forgot that song Um, (laughs) yeah it makes a real difference and what's the time now I might go and sit in the sunshine now Uh, you'll know the answer it's very good for your mood you know the answer. Why is sunshine good for your mum? No, because you're okay. clever. Why will I? Derek and I were having an argument the other day because I was like, it was cold, like this day, like this, cold but bright. And I was like, come on, let's come for a walk with me. Let's, let's all go outside for a walk. Let's get the vitamin D. And he was like, don't get vitamin D in in the winter. And I said, yes, you do. And he said, no, you don't. And we were we had a we had a, a falling out. <laughs> Lockdown level five. Now, <laughs> you know that my heart will always be Team Gemma. Mm. He's technically right. Oh. So your vitamin D. So this is literally, if I was on Mastermind, this would be my subject. Vitamin D is synthesized in your body by a reaction from UVB rays from the sun. Right. And UVB rays are less strong at different times of the year and are less strong if it's cloudy or rainy or whatever. Whereas UVA, which does loads of deeper damage to your skin, is the same all year round, which is why you should wear sunscreen. Because I was going, she says you have to wear sunscreen. But vitamin A is nothing to do with vitamin D synthesis, sadly. It's all vitamin B. And during the winter, I think basically between October and March, getting vitamin d from the sunlight in this country is pretty much impossible unless it was direct sunlight for at least 20 minutes at 12 o'clock in the during the day um but it can still make you feel better because whatever uv is hitting your skin your skin tries to protect itself and so it gives off Um, while it's creating melanin which is what gives you a tan um, which is more responsive to vitamin b but does respond to um, vitamin a slightly and light from other stars so like a trillionth of your tan comes from other stars in the universe not just the sun Um, while it's creating uh, the while melanin is being created it creates endorphins to kind of make you feel better for the fact that your skin is desperately trying to protect itself from UV. 
but in fact it just makes you feel good so being in the sun can make you feel good even if it's not through vitamin d synthesis right so both technically both of you are right because you would feel better being out in the sun but you wouldn't be getting vitamin d and i mean you probably will start getting vitamin d around this time of year so your positive is the sunshine because it really does make a difference and i think if you are feeling a bit wibbly wobbly and your mental health isn't feeling great any time that there is any sun obviously i'm a big advocate of a physical sunscreen um, and you only need between 10 and 20 minutes of uvb rays on any patch of your skin anywhere for the optimum amount of vitamin D synthesis for your body for the day, unless you are deficient in any way. So, you, you know, there's a lot of things about sunscreens causing vitamin D deficiency, which they don't. But if you're feeling miserable, sitting with your face in the sun can lift your mood. Go and do it whenever there's sun. What's your positive? That I am now on the countdown to the gym opening again oh when now we were talking about this when do gyms open 19th of april i thought it was for april the 12th. <laughs> on the 12th yeah same day as swimming pools oh i might be wrong oh no have i ruined it have i ruined your positive oh well anyway it's next month it is soon. You're definitely on the countdown. And I'm going to go and I'm going to just kiss everything. Kiss the lady. I on think the that's really not against regulations. Really not against regulations. I think it really is against regulations. I think kissing people like you kissing the gym equipment is pretty much why the gyms had to be shut down in the first place. <laughs> We've got this strange northern woman who comes in and licks all the machineries and then cries when we close. That's what it will, they'll say. Yeah, I, won't I think that will be. I think that will be good for you. Oh yeah, yeah, it's absolutely a lot better. Yeah, so that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, Fast rewind to this time a year ago, Gemma Bray saying, "I can't see myself ever going back to the gym." What a difference a day made. Yeah, fucking yeah. And um, on that note, we shall speak to you all. Um, next week i hope you're all all right i hope we've not you know <laughs> i hope you haven't made everyone miserable but i think it's important that despite Gemma's really perky intro every week <laughs> we don't always feel that perky no there's a tire and a place for perky perkerson and it ain't this week <laughs> also why don't you t with the laundrettes tell us what they do if they're feeling a bit wibbly wobbly what are your go-to things Yes, tell us. Apart from going to see your GP if it gets really bad and persistent. Yeah, obvious. Okay. Yeah, but I just feel like it needs to be said that it's absolutely okay to go to your GP for feeling wibbly-wobbly. Yes. Some people might think it's not. Of course. Of course it's okay. Okay. And we shall speak to you next week. Say goodbye, Chip. Can I just say, yes. can, I, can, can, can we just have the organised mum? Can you tell, like you do on the app, when you do little encouraging things can you say something like it's the gp if it's too wibbly wobbly i can't do your accent what would the organized mum say in her prompt 
Um, if you're feeling overwhelmed and you... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's shush. Let me get into my one persona. If you're feeling overwhelmed, then make sure you go to your GP. There ain't no shame in that. That's what I wanted. Um, you know how Beyonce's is called Sasha Fierce? Yeah. I want to know what the organised mum's one is. She's called Barbara. <laughs> I was going to say Barbara. Is she? I am going to go. I need to pick Ben up from okay. the Say goodbye to Chip Chips, Chips too. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, bye.